Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. Attention Canada. Jay and Dan are coming to a city near you. Mm-hmm. We want you to go out and have some cocktails. Yes. Have a night away from the kids. Have some cocktails before you show up. Have a night where you create new kids. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, have sex and think of Dan. Mm-hmm. You can heckle us. You can throw things at us. Those you are the Gallagher. Expose seats. your breasts to Dan. Mm-hmm. We'll take pictures. We'll hang out. We'll give you life advice. Uh, Dan will probably sexually service you if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Monsignor Donahue, he was the priest at my church when I grew up, and now there's a school named after him. Looks like he pulled it off. Mm-hmm. Paul Maurice and his lady. Oh, oh, oh. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Yeah, I can make something out of this. Dan Jay and Dan podcast. Fully fueled by Tim Hortons, the sponsor of our TV show. Uh, they're the only ones open on this holiday Monday. I, I went to get to a Mr. Sub, as I do on Mondays. <laughs> it was boarded up. Oh, really? Well, they didn't board they bo- it up. <laughs> Prim's out of business? No. Uh, it was closed. You know why you went out of business? Because you said you'd, you'd give you those cookies for free when you <laughs> went there closing. Everyone went there like, where's my f- free cookies? Dan said you'd give them to me. And then there used to be a Wen- Wendy's like two minutes from here. It's yep. closed. That's been it's gone. gone. That's been gone since we got back <laughs> a year and a half ago. I, w- I tried to go there once, too, and, it, yeah, it's, it's been gone at least at least a couple of years. Wendy's go bye-bye. Uh, so I'm like, If hey. you would have kept driving up uh, Markham, there's a Mickey D's. I bet you that was open. Where is the have, have you not eaten? No, no. Here's, oh. Here's what happened. What did you eat? Um, so in the gas station, uh, the shell bar. Oh boy, work. it has about a a sandwiches at a gas station, like a vacation. No, but it's Tim, Tim Horton sandwich, the new chicken sandwich. I oh, said, nice. Give me two of those. Nice. And now you're fueled up with hot chicken and steep tea and the sweat of the corpse of Tim Horton. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. So I, I didn't get my usual sub, but hey, Tim Hortons better than the sub. <laughs> You should have led with that. Good for you. Good for you, Dan. Dan was at uh, the PGA Championship at Beth Page Black over the weekend. Dan, you must have had a terrific time with your friend Steve Webb. Yeah, Webby sent me a picture on Thursday afternoon. He said, uh, he sent me a picture of the passes. He had some sweet passes. He said, am I giving this away or are you coming? So I, uh, I hopped on Travelocity. Found out that my searches were only to one specific airport previously in New York, so my options expanded bountifully. And I found a ticket, flew there, took in the uh, the golf. Saturday, again, I say this every time, live golf is great, but... Uh, it's not that great. <laughs> it's great, but it's not that great. It's a lot of walking. Yeah. It's a lot of walking. I think it's only good, I've said this to you before, if you're behind the tee boxes. I love standing behind a tee box and watching a professional golfer just crush it down the fairway. Low, long, fantastic, beautiful, a thing of beauty. Around the greens, eh. We were on the Meh. 15th fairway in a, in a suite. Didn't know what company got us in there. Didn't matter. Um, we were watching so we could see everyone's drive when it landed. 
We couldn't see it off the tee, and then when they came in their second shot, we couldn't see it off the club either. We're just... I, like 98% of going to see golf live is to tell your friends and family that you went to see golf live. <laughs> and plus, we didn't have to pay for it. Um, I will tell you this. Phil Mickelson, he outdrove everyone on our hole by 30 to 40 yards until DJ came along, and then DJ uh, blew it past Phil. So Phil can bomb it. Still got it. Phil still got it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I, was, I went and hung out in a Marriott lobby by the Nassau Coliseum after golf, as you do. Seems like you could have made some different choices. Well, two of the people we went with, one of them was staying at the hotel, so I don't know why we had to go to that hotel lobby. But He was smart, though. He, he made you guys come back there. So that he could just stumble to his room afterward. That's a veteran move. And you guys all fell for that. Last Good time, for him. Last time I was in that lobby was uh, when Webby's still playing. Wait. Thank God they renovated it. You you frequent the Marriott Hotel lobby it's in right. Long Did Island? It's right at last time. <laughs> it's right next to the rink, so you can walk from the hotel to the rink. So, But uh, we weren't going to an Islanders game. Right, right. I guess that's... <laughs> it's an important part. They're not playing right now, so that's an important part here's, of the story. Here's what I'm very upset about. So Webby's taking me to the airport. I'm like, what are the guys doing today? Hmm. He said, uh, they're going for cocktails mm-hmm. at a, a low-budget version of Hooters. The name of it? Cans. I like that. I'm like, I need to see. He goes, no. He goes, I'm not me. He's like, this place, it's, it's like you're in a dungeon. You and I, right, just spitballing here. We go to that abandoned Wendy's on Markham, (laughs) Markham Road near uh, TSN. We open our own low-budget Hooters knockoff called... (laughs) Oh, there, big boy. (sighs) Come for the... Stay for the... Cans. That's the actual (laughs) name of the bar. (laughs) Actually, that's pretty brilliant because you're getting cans of beer and you're seeing some nice cans. Yeah, so I missed Come it see our cans and touch our cans and drink. Put your lips on our cans. Yeah, you could use that. Cans. Put your lips on them. Instead, I get the Marriott lobby. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird move. But again, we're old. We aren't going to a club. No, but you could go to maybe a... A bit more lively atmosphere than the Marriott Hotel lobby, but though maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was the liveliest. It was. It was pretty packed. Pretty pretty lively. A lot of Long Island singles. <laughs> guess guess how many women we talked to? Absolutely none. <sighs> we got to work on your approach. <laughs> we got to work on that. Who could we talk to? Oh, you know who I ran into. Uh, we yeah. talked about this. Yeah. I bumped into literally Gurdip Alawalia, our good friend. Former TSN anchor, now a morning anchor at CP24, local Toronto news channel. He's killing it. Very popular. Very handsome guy. Terrific person. And he mentioned that you guys have been discussing maybe hitting the town together. And I love this idea. He'll take you under his wing. Next we've, thing you know, boom. Toolsy's talking to everybody. We've always discussed it, uh, Gurdip and I, going out. It's never, uh, never materialized. I think that's his doing. 
He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah I'd love to uh, take you out and uh, introduce you to some of my, uh, yeah, you know, my morning show. I don't even really go out anymore. <laughs> That's what he says. I it's don't like, even I get, really. I get up so early. The yeah, Friday yeah. nights are right off. Then Saturday, I got this other thing. Then Sunday, I got to get ready for work Monday. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah, the be- the best part, too, to me, because I was like, this is good. Yeah, this is good. this will be good for tools. He's like. Oh no, I'm like, I'm single, like I'm not doing any better. I'm like, you're f- you look like a f- you f- walked out of the page of a GQ magazine. Like, I think you're doing all right and for he, yourself. Wait, he's single because he got a puppy, and the reason you get a puppy if you're a single guy is to talk to women. Well, there you go. Looks like he found the formula. So it's time for Toolsy to get a puppy. The I've name got- of the puppy? My cats are fine. I just need my cats on leashes. Women love that. <laughs> Here's my. Who wants to take him for a walk? What? Is walking around Orno with two cats on leashes? People think you're crazy. And I think they infected my eyeball last week. Oh, they gave you pink eye. They in your eyeball. No, they gave me cat eye because it only lasted for like. 12 hours. Just meow. What is cat eye? I don't know. Cat fungus? Cat dander, maybe? I feel like those cats squatted over your eyelids as you were sleeping. Oh, and yeah. then you just blinked. And in that split second where your eyes were like open, they unleashed hell. Meow. Probably. Because <laughs> you came in. You had pink eyes. This will show you for going away to New York. Yeah. No, that's a you're you're that is we've talked about this. The best thing about cats is you can leave for a weekend. See, that's mm-hmm. the thing. You got a dog, you can't head to the Marriott with Webby in Long Island. <laughs> Forget about those glamour weekends. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, that's I'm glad you went. Like you just did it on spur of the moment. I love that. That's fantastic. That's what, what more of that stuff from you. More of that. Flew into LaGuardia still oh, I think God. it's the worst. No, it's no. A, I'd rather fly out of a toilet. Newark is rated the worst airport in the world. No chance. Newark is way nicer now. Oh, I really? Okay. I think. Anyway, that's where I flew into last night because that's where Porter fl- flies into. But hats off to Webby. Um, he did the pickup and drop off. And it, the airport's like an hour and a bit from his I house. I never have done that. That's I know, unbelievable. I'm, I wasn't questioning it. I wasn't going to say, hey, I can just get an Uber. He, I'm, you know, Webby wanted to get out of the house for another hour. Because <laughs> he does have an event tonight as we taped this podcast and his wife was doing the entire event nice it's like yeah i told her you were coming into town i don't think she liked that yeah. oh well <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny what a guy hey uh we have an amazing guest uh coming up here and uh, we might as well give him a shout stuff uh this is unbelievable chris cuthbert one of our favorite broadcasters I'm going to put him top three for me all time. Yeah, that's why. In terms why. of people I've worked with, he's the people I admire. I say living legend. He's just the best. I remember when we hired him from, well, he had been unceremoniously let go from the CBC, which was so dumb. Yep. And we hired him. I just like, I couldn't believe we got him. It was incredible. And now he's just killing it. Working for NBC. First time I met him, I think, was at a Flames game. And I saw him in the booth. I'm like, we, I work at the same network. Can I just go say hi? Yeah. And he was such the nicest guy. Yeah. I was all starstruck. Then remember, I'll wait until he gets on the line here with us. But um, 
Chris Cuthbert, do you remember when you invited Dan and I to a Guelph Storm game when you were... I, I don't know if Guelph's ever been the same. <laughs> <laughs> when you were a co-owner of the Guelph Storm, that was a magnificent experience because Drew Doughty was playing for the team at that time. And I remember thinking, that guy's not going to make it. <laughs> well, uh, that, that apparently tells us uh, how much he had that night because uh, I think he was pretty well a shoe in at that point. But uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it's fun to fun to have watched him then and to see what he's grown into. And uh, one of the uh, one of the highlight moments, I guess, of, of of being involved with the team. That's like a dream, I think, for Dan and I. Like to own like a junior hockey team. And was it your agent, Elliot Kerr, Chris, that kind of got you into that? Yep, yep. Uh, I remember when I first started with uh, Elliot, I said, uh, we were just shooting the breeze, and I said, you know, it'd be fun to to be part of a of a of a of a junior team and he he said you know that's that's actually I'm I'm in the planning stages so uh I kind of hopped on board at that point and uh I think we looked at Belleville first and then uh uh that went a different way and uh and Guelph came open and and one of the I think one of the things he was looking for was a team kind of close to uh, uh to the uh, to the GTA so it would be accessible for guys who wanted to be involved, and Guelph turned out to be perfect for that. I, I, For me, and I can't speak for Dan, Chris, but I would have said, Elliot, I want to buy a team that plays in a mall. So if you can find that. <laughs> Actually, we, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, Chris, how was your season this year, Colin? How many games? Do you keep track? How many games did you call this year? Because you were doing uh, uh, games for NBC as well. You know, I... I I don't. I'm one of these guys that doesn't keep track, and now I wish I I did because you know you know uh, uh, there's there's actually a, a guy in the states uh, on Twitter. It's called Unnecessary Sports Research, and and he tweets out every once in a while how many games he's got you at, and and we had some fun with that this year because uh, I made a big deal with our our group that Joe Micheletti was doing his 250th national game, and we we had fake graphics up and the whole nine yards about uh, (laughs) Joe hitting this milestone, and and like three days later, he he tweeted out that I was doing game 1,075 at at the national level in Canada and the U.S., and and of course, I got it right back, so, uh, but, but actually, the exact number of games that I do, I, I have no idea. Hmm. Now, you, you mentioned Joe Micheletti, so you, you do, for maybe for some of the listeners who don't know, you, you work for NBC Sports Network throughout the year and in the playoffs, so you end up calling a lot of playoff games. So, I, I imagine you might get asked this a lot, but uh, differences for you in working with an American crew uh, and a Canadian crew? Uh, the the biggest difference, and almost the only difference, is the reaction I get from the American audience. Because apparently, I, I should be on Letter Kenny because uh, I didn't realize I was I, I had such a Canadian accent. But uh, apparently, I do, and I get get lots of tweets uh, correcting my pronunciation of certain things. And uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, that that's the biggest uh, and the only other difference in in my approach. You know, I, I love to talk about uh, uh, the guy from uh, Mooseman, Saskatchewan, or, or Carlisle, uh, Saskatchewan, or Brooks, Alberta, or wherever. Uh, when I'm doing a Canadian game, and uh, certainly at the national level, I don't do it as much on Leaf or 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 senator broadcast but uh uh down there i like to talk about the guy from uh 
from the small town Minnesota or whatever, try to try to create that link. So I'm, I'm looking for different uh, stories down there than I, I might, uh, you know, up in Canada. Did you get a chance to see Bob Cole in his farewell tour? If my memory serves me correctly, didn't you guys get a picture this year? Because you're rarely in the same ring together. You know what? It happened a couple of times uh, last year, and uh, I, I don't think I did see him this year. Uh, well, this year, you know, I'd see him during the playoffs for the most part um, because Bob would work Saturdays and then during the playoffs. So this year he didn't work the playoffs, but last year I did, and uh um, man, I love the way he finished. He uh, um, and and uh, I shouldn't say this because Bob probably doesn't love the way he finished because he's finished. And and Bob would would I, I think everybody knows Bob would like to continue on. And uh, and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there that feel the same way. But uh, but you know the, that last night the Montreal Toronto game is the way. Bob should go out to, with with those two teams on the ice, and and it was two. I think it was two nothing early for the Leafs, and and the game didn't have the same significance. And I'm kind of feeling like this is going to get away because it doesn't have any importance. And and uh, you know the Canadians got off to a terrible start, and then all of a sudden it's it's six five, and it's I think a shootout to finish, and it doesn't get much better than that for uh, uh, for a guy to say farewell to. Uh, so the best play-by-play career in uh, in Canadian broadcasting history. Yeah, how would you describe him? Because uh, people on social media, you know how it is. They say, oh, he, he shouldn't have been calling games. But it's the way he calls the game. No one does it like him, and it's tough to explain. Maybe you as a play-by-play announcer can describe it better. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll describe it by telling you that every producer I've worked with uh, maybe not every producer, but but the leadership after I got involved in in play by play has been trying to change the way the game is called, trying to change it away from the way Bob calls it. it you know, from from the first time I I went on the air for Hockey Night in Canada, and I I was you know it was a lifelong goal to be on Hockey Night, and and that first game was as nerve wracking as as I'll ever have. And, you know, three days later, Ralph Mellenby calls me and says, uh, you didn't do it the way we wanted. We wanted more conversation. Hmm. And then he said, you called a good game, but they were trying to get away from the traditional way. And NBC, back in 2005 when I was involved, they wanted conversation. They said, we'll have three people on the air, and each of you will talk 33% of the time. And, and so you've always had everybody trying to change the way Bob's always called it. And, and I find we're all getting back to the way Bob called it because the way Bob called it was the right way in the first place. Um, he doesn't like too much conversation. He, uh, he doesn't want it to get in the way of the flow of the game. And it's all about the flow and the voice and uh, the intonation. And Bob just had that in spades better than better than anybody else i guess he his voice better i'm danny gallivan certainly had the same call and and dan kelly too for me those are the three guys that stand above everybody else in 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 the way hockey is called but bob i think had the best voice of those three guys and uh it's uh it's a it's a unique tool and boy i wish i had that voice you um 
you have a fascinating uh, role because with TSN, of course, you're doing hockey, and then you're doing the Canadian Football League, and, and you're the voice of the Grey Cup. And with the Grey Cup, you, you have a regular partner in, in Glenn, and you guys have that great rapport and you have that great chemistry with Glenn Suter. Whereas in hockey, now that you're working for NBC and you're doing stuff with TSN with multiple different guys like Ray and, and Mike Johnson and stuff like that, is it tougher for you or is it kind of more refreshing to be able to work with different people on the hockey side? You know, I, I, I told you I don't count number of games, but this year I kind of made a point because I've, I've worked with so many. I started counting um, uh, color commentators I work with. I think I'm around 40 different. <laughs> wow. So that tells me that uh, I must not be doing a very good job because <laughs> n- nobody sticks with me. But uh, um, listen, you're spoiled when you get to work with uh with a guy like Ray Ferraro or, or any of our, our people. And, and, but I find it refreshing too, to, to, to get different, uh, um, different other voices and, and, you know, you, you develop relationships as you go on the air so that, so that you sound better when you're, when you're on the air. And, and so I get to work with Pierre Maguire and Joe Micheletti and Brian Boucher and, and Eddie Olchek and, uh, Mike Milbury, and uh, you know, as you get to know these guys, you get to know what uh, you know what their style is. And and I've, I've had the pleasure of working with AJ Malesko now, who uh, I think is really uh, making a, an impact uh, as a as a fresh new voice on the air. And uh, with Kendall Coyne Schofield as well this year, and uh, I, actually three women I've worked with uh, with Cami Granado as well. And uh, I, I enjoy that. Variety. Variety and uh, so I've worked with Cammy, who's a, a Hall of Famer, and I've worked with her husband, who's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> but better Granado, better Granado, Cammy or Ray? <laughs> uh, Ray, what's it like to travel with him? Is he always irritated at all times? Uh, there's a lot that bugs Ray, <laughs> but you know what? He's he's one of these guys that uh, he'll talk to anybody. We cannot walk more than a few steps in a rink without Ray finding somebody to talk to. He's that guy. So if you're trying to leave after a game in a hurry, you're probably not going to get out of the rink very quickly because Ray knows somebody or he knows somebody who knows somebody. And uh, he's one of those guys. So as much as he's like the grumpy guy, uh, he's Mr. Personality too, so uh, you know you have to deal with that too. But uh, uh, it's it's never dull with Ray, that's for sure. I, the worst part though are the cab rides because I don't <laughs> think I've ever been in, in a cab with Ray where he has approved fully of the way the guy has handled the vehicle <laughs> or the traffic. And I usually find that, especially like the trips in. Uh, so the rink in L.A. are usually really bad because Ray has has some knowledge of, of the Los Angeles highways. I'm not sure why that applies to any of this, but uh, but uh, he is never satisfied with the way the guy has handled Los Angeles traffic, and <laughs> and so that 30 minutes can be can be agonizing if uh, if, if it's if it's not going well. What are your uh, right now putting you on the spot a bit? Three favorite NHL buildings to call a game in. Well. Um, can I can I say the Montreal Forum? Of course, you can go back there was and say that. Nothing like the Montreal Forum, yeah. And uh, uh, to be in the same seat as Danny Gallivan per- with the perfect perch over 
over uh, center ice at the forum was uh, it was it was just a privilege to be there on a on a Saturday night and 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 the Bell Center is special in the same way they 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 couldn't replicate the forum but they they did as well as they possibly possibly could and I, I guess I I like the Canadian rinks for the most part I because of their 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 broadcast perches are better, but uh, there are some places now, and it's it's strictly as a play-by-play guy. Uh, I love the location in Dallas. So we're 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 at the at the at the top of the first level of seats, and and so you're kind of in the crowd. Vegas was the same way earlier this year, and that Vegas crowd is the best crowd regular season-wise. I wasn't there in the playoffs, but I, I can't imagine a better crowd for a regular season game than, than Vegas this year. But uh, I could rhyme off a few. Uh, but uh, for broadcast location, uh, there wasn't really anything quite like the Montreal Forum. What's the worst rink, past or present? Ooh, uh, there are a few bad ones. Um, <laughs> it the the actually the new rink in Edmonton, which is a beautiful facility, is by far the worst broadcast location. I've heard, and that. I have begged to get down below where uh, where I guess the hockey night and the uh, and the local broadcasts are. And for NBC, I've I've been down there, but I had to call the first game I ever did in in the new building in Edmonton uh, uh, was up top and with those orange jerseys. I mean, when you're having trouble <laughs> telling if it's Connor McDavid. Or not, then, then, then you're having trouble. Um, the CFL just uh, ratified their new uh, CBA. Um, are are you getting? Are you already shifting into CFL mode now, Chris? Or are you still still kind of in hockey playoff mode? I'm I'm on vacation, but I've just spent the last 15 minutes. I just watched about three or four of the uh, the three on three TSN previews, and it's uh, you know what I I. I I absolutely love the Stanley Cup playoffs, and when they're over, it's a little disappointing for a, a few days. When it's over for me, and then I get uh, two or three weeks of vacation, and I find that late in that vacation, you're, you're you start getting uh, you're ready to go again. So uh, there's been lots of movement, lots of players in different places. So uh, uh, you know, it's it's kind of. Uh, it's it, it's there's a little bit of homework to be done to kind of catch up with with everything that's happened and the CBA and all that, uh, but uh, we'll be ready to go and looking forward to it. You joined us on our podcast and you're on vacation. I am so sorry. I know you're so kind. Just back from Death Valley. Oh, how was that? It was. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason it's called Death Valley. I think it's. Uh, it can be a little. It was like kind of going to the moon or or Mars or or I, I can imagine. There's not a lot growing at Death Valley, but uh, pretty fascinating. And, and Joshua Tree too. I um, we're in Arizona and we kind of make our way around to uh, some of the national parks around here and some of the different sites. So uh, that was on our list this year, and uh, and uh, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, Chris, this is we're gonna, we're gonna let you get back to your vacation, but I just wanted to say Dan and I, you know, we're really big fans of you, and we we really like ha- we like we consider you a mentor more than a friend. So I hope that's okay because 
as you can see, we're not good broadcasters, so you probably don't want us to consider you. <laughs> well, I hope I'm, I'm not responsible for all this, but uh, listen, right back at you. My wife didn't mind me being on the podcast today because I said I was going to go on with Dan and Shay, and she's a big fan of the song Tequila, so... Uh, so. So this has been no problem at all getting getting on with you, even though we're uh, we're on vacation and getting ready to go out for dinner. But uh, no, I uh, it's always a pleasure, boys. I, I you know what, you guys are so good at what you do. I'm afraid to go on because I'm just going to pull it all down. But no, uh, no, uh, absolutely not. Where absolutely. are you going for dinner? Uh, I think we're we're going to do Mexi- Mexican tonight, which is okay. which is not really a reach in 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 Arizona. No, yeah, no, that's true. We'll enjoy it and uh, enjoy uh, next couple of weeks off, and uh, we will uh, chat with you down the road and enjoy the CFL season as well. Do I get a discount on the Jay and Dan uh, tour tickets for this? Uh, you, we, we might have a pair uh, for you if you if we can pull you up on stage and uh, and get you to yes. play by play of uh, of Dan's uh, previous night out at the bars. <laughs> Well, I, or I could do the play-by-play of that night in Guelph. Oh, yeah, that sounds but that, that that'd be more than a night's worth of entertainment. So. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Count on it. We'll discuss it down the road for sure. All right, boys. Thanks, Great Chris. Enjoy yeah. Taco Bell. <laughs> Chris when Cuthbert. La- when was the last time you had Taco Bell? Uh, once in my life. High school. Edmonton. Once? Yeah. I had a once in my life in high school. Uh, I came to Edmonton. It was on. Uh, they opened one on St. Albert Trail in St. Albert. I remember it like it was yesterday. I got like a steak burrito. It was horrible. I was like, I'll never eat here again. And I haven't. Wow, you really stuck to your guns. Yeah. yeah. I never found, because I, I love Mexican food. Like, you're you're not as big on Mexican food, I think, as I am. I love Mexican food. I don't consider that Mexican I food. like my old El Paso tacos. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. Uh, what about, uh, what was the, El Pollo Loco we used to talk about yeah, it was in okay. L.A. all the time. It was El okay. Pollo Loco. I never got there. Never got there. But there was so much good, cheap Mexican food in L.A. that I just didn't understand why I would go to, like, Taco Bell or something. And again, if you go over to the Scarborough Town Center here, it's right next yeah. to the TSA yeah, studio. Right yeah, right across from the studio. In the food court, yeah. Taco Bell lined up every time. Yeah. I mean, maybe I should give it another chance. Let but it But I come think back. it's because it's the cheapest option. Now, maybe tonight, instead of... I mean, you never want to pass up on those Timmy's chicken sandwiches, but maybe after this podcast, we tape it. You head out to Taco Bell, you get yourself a cheesy gordito crunch. I'm all full. Hold the turtle. (laughs) Make it pee. (laughs) Okay. uh, I wanted to... um, This is amazing, Dan. You know, I used to talk about how much I masturbated all the time. And I feel like now that I have... I know, this makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) But I, I... like, I still do a lot, but this is the thing. I don't, you know, talk about masturbating on planes and stuff. But I I remembered a clip from a little while ago, and I think this is really good life advice. This is from Ernest Borgnine, uh, who's a famous Hollywood actor. Our generation might know him best. He was on Airwolf. He was the kind of mentor, older guy on Airwolf, if you remember. He and if you remember cool the, uh, the uh, Simpsons episode where they go rafting, he is a voice in that episode. So, Ernest Borgnine... I believe lived till he was 95 or something like that. Not sure when he died. Maybe a few years ago. Anyway, he did a great interview when he was like 93 on a, I think it might have been a Fox News show, and he was promoting a book, and this is what he had to say. To the show show, but real quickly, you're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're in your late 60s, early 70s. What's the secret? I don't dare tell you. (laughs) No meat. You don't eat meat. I masturbate a lot. Okay, I think. (laughs) 
Thank you, Ernie. That was great. I actually heard that. He leaned over. Yes. One of the best themes ever. Wait till it kicks in. You're ready to go to war. This would be nice background music while you're masturbating. Hey, um, <laughs> you'll hear things like that on the uh, Jay and Dan podcast tour. Uh, if you didn't mm. know, tickets officially yes. went on sale Friday. Yeah. And we, we are going to Victoria, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Saskatoon, Winnipeg. That's our, our Western swing. We're going to do the East in the new year. Yeah. Um, we won't specify which cities, but a few cities um, are like 60% sold out. Yeah, it's, it's amazing because um, we're getting kind of feedback already on how many tickets sold in each market. And yeah, it's, it's actually been incredible. Uh, there, there's maybe one city that w- we could do a little bit better in. And... Uh, I'm not going to mention any names. I came from the big city. Can we jettison that city? No, no, we can't. It's a, it's a beautiful city. It's in Canada. It's in Canada. It's on the West Coast. It's, uh... I think people know the city. I think anyway. people know. It's a tough sell, apparently, for... I, I remember Jeremy Taggart saying it's, it was the toughest city for them to sell tickets in. And, and for Our Lady Peace. Okay. So... People in that city, you know which city I'm talking about. You get out there, you're gonna have a great time. Come on out and see us. Okay, come on, come out and hang out. You can't spend every night. Uh, I don't know, smoking weed. You yeah. can smoke weed and come. It's smoke, legal. Smoke weed during the show for come all. On, it'll be fun. <laughs> Where can people find tickets? So eventbrite.ca is one place, but you can go if you go to. Um, our Jane Dan Instagram page, and uh, and look at the posting that Danny put up there with all the dates and all the venues. Right on the bottom, it'll tell you where to go. Eventbrite.ca, I think, is the key one, though. Yeah, go check it out, man. We're gonna have a great time. It's gonna be fun. So, so I posted on Instagram. I said, "Hey, after six years of talking about it, we're finally doing it." And I, I mentioned everything. I mentioned the the dates, and I say we'll be uh, hitting the east. Eastern part of the country in the new year. People, people don't read what you no, post. No, no. So you have to like, put that in the ver- like almost the first three sentences. One guy three was like, "Words. What cities are you hitting? Yeah. When are you hitting the east?" Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I know. I, but we got, we all got a little bit of that. I put, I put it all in. But that's good. You know, but that's uh, there's. It's good, bad because yes, they sh- they should. See, it's right there. But uh, the fact that people uh, in Atlanta, Canada, are very interested in us coming to, to do the show out there, we're thrilled about that. And we will be there in the spring. And when you purchase tickets, message us on, on Instagram yeah, or we Twitter. Love we love hearing uh, A guy we sent us that. a message. He said, best drunk purchase he ever made. I love that one. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as you make that purchase, send us a, 
Send us a tweet, uh, and we'd love to hear from any. But yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be in the fall. Uh, September, we have the Vancouver Victoria dates. October, we've got the Calgary Edmonton dates. And November, we wrap it up with Saskatoon. Come on, and, it'll be fun. And the peg. It's going to be fun. I want to hit the uh, museum. I want to hit a museum in each city. Okay, okay. I like that. Can Very we do ambitious. That? I think we could. Yeah, I think I want to hit could. a Timmy's in each city. That's easy. That's simple, for sure. Does the airport count? And I want to hit a Cans in each city. I want to hit a t- in each city. I want to suck. In su- her yam. I want to, I want to suck on some t- in each city. Can't say that. What? No, that's like drinking brews at a t- restaurant. No one says that. Let's go drinking brews at t- Come on down to t- for showing you our t- I'd love Come the, for the t- and stay for the. T- I'd love the the discussion with the owner of Cans on Long Island when the the people come and say you can't call your restaurant. He's like, "What? Oh, you're sick. Your your mind's in the gutter. Really? We didn't mean that at all. You're disgusting. It's the same with. We're talking about beer cans, buddy. Yeah, and we're talking about. I think you can say that. All right. Fair enough. Quick preview, next week's podcast, the official return of Ben Teller. Here's the caveat. Dan has, and I think, I think he is justified in, in requesting this. He's requested a time limit. Okay, now we need to get, we were discussing this before the show. I'm saying five, you're saying ten, can we meet in the middle? No, we got to have ten. It's got to be ten because... I think I'm just a, a, a penis guy. He's been gone so long, and you know how long-winded he is. If he, if we ask him one question, that's going to eat up five right there. And he's been in Amsterdam, and he's going to have some advice for you because he was just in Amsterdam for like four or five weeks. Yeah, I don't think I'm going there. What? Ah, are, long are we, story. Are we talking about this? No. Well, it's over. No, no might Amsterdam be a, trip. Might be hitting a new location. Uh, reasons with flights and such, and it's a long story. <laughs> I love Did you see <laughs> There will be no touchdowns. But wait, you, I think you could, you could still go. You could go with a week's notice. I know, but we're running into problems with connectors and all that stuff. Oh, connectors are nothing. You'll be... There was one flight, <laughs> there was four connections, and the last, the longest part was on Air Canada Rouge from Europe. Uh, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, that's... I can't even joke. Like, I, <laughs> I would have been like, that's fine, but I can't even joke. That would be horrible. Yeah, you're right. You can't do that. Well, I guess it's uh, back to Long Island for the Marriott for <laughs> Tulsi this summer. Just, it has changed my life. Where'd you spend your week off? Uh, you ever hear of Long Island? Oh, yeah. I masturbate a lot. Marriott Lobby, newly renovated. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Every night, Tulsi's there. The bartender's like, what is wrong with you? Like, why are you here? Just give me my drink. I'll go back up to my room now. I masturbate a lot. Hey, and I want my room facing the Coliseum. Okay? Got it. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, God. It was, it was that one, or we went to another lobby in which our friend Robert Lucetich was at. But I guess that one was 30 minutes from where we were going, so there, that was off the table. Oh, that, I get that. You don't want to travel. It, oh, was dueling, it was not dueling pianos. It was dueling lobbies. I just cranked up the volume on my headphones. There we go. All right. Well, that was a blast. And Cuthbert, what a guy. I, can't, I didn't realize he was on vacay at his Arizona manse. Yeah. That's what you need, Toolsy. You need to buy a place down in Scottsdale. I was talking to my brother the other day. A friend of his purchased a timeshare. People still no, purchase timeshares. No, no, Oh, no, no. It was somebody he met on a flight, and they had got a timeshare. No. Oh, yeah. my golly. I, I don't, I don't understand it. They were paying like $10,000 a Why? year in fees. Oh, God. I know. It just sounds like no, who's... Who's the salesperson that convinced you of that? And, that, and then on satellite radio, I noticed that you hear a lot of uh, timeshare. Like they'll buy your timeshare. They'll buy it, like get you out of the timeshare specialists. Yeah, that's a disaster. Those dollar dollar bills, y'all. Don't get into timeshare. But do invest in our restaurant chain. <laughs> well, we got our first location. Next to a Timmy's in Scarborough. <laughs> That's exactly where <laughs> should be. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an absolute pleasure to, uh, to do this podcast with you today. Is that it? Sure. Okay, bye. I masturbate a lot. <laughs> They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast. 